Hey, welcome in, and good morning, Memphis. I'm Steve Gill, filling in for Ben Dieter. He is uh, a little under the weather today, but uh, he'll be back in action to take you into the weekend tomorrow. But in the meantime, man, we've got so much to talk about. And and just when you thought uh, that Shelby County and Memphis couldn't get crazier with the racial antics of racist leaders, uh, they, they outdid themselves last night with a 7-3 vote. I think at the end of the night, uh, somebody flipped their vote, and it became 8-3 in favor of moving forward with $5 million, $5 million in your tax dollars to study reparations. There there are so many questions that this uh, raises before they even get to their study. First of all, who are they going to pay the $5 million to? They're going to find up, you know, some county commissioner that maybe has a side corporation or side LLC to pay their $5 million in your money to say, hey, is, is reparations a good idea? All in favor of giving uh, us black folks more money from other taxpayers? Raise your hands. What, what kind of study is this going to be? Uh, now, they're saying that they're wanting to use COVID money, state and federal COVID dollars, to uh, to pay for this $5 million and then perhaps to pay for the reparations scheme that they've come up with. Uh, are any state legislators going to object to the fact that state tax dollars, COVID tax dollars, might be used for this insane racist distribution of funds to people based upon their race. You can't get any more race than that. You can't get any more racist than I'm going to give just certain classes of people money based upon their skin color. If we were doing this, okay, white people get money, black people don't, Hispanic people don't, Asian people don't. I think there'd be some objections that probably be a violation of the law. But is it a violation of the law if you use taxpayer dollars and limit it to only black people, none of whom have ever been enslaved? from people who never enslaved anybody. And and how do you distinguish who gets the money and who doesn't? Now, the scheme is reportedly black people living in Memphis can get the money if they just move in now. Can they move in before the study's done to get their share? Uh, Can African-Americans qualify who happen to be, well, white, like Elon Musk? He's actually from South Africa. He is literally an African-American. Most of the African-Americans in Memphis who would benefit from this reparation scheme have never been to Africa, much less lived in Africa, were never enslaved. And yet the Shelby County Commission wants to use $5 million to study how to give money to black people only based upon enslavement of people they never met, never knew, and certainly never experienced themselves. In the Heat of the battle last night as they were discussing it. And again, there, there's so many questions about this that we're going to get to. If you're, if you're half black, do you get a half share? If you're a quarter black, do you get a quarter share? Are we going to run DNA to figure out what percentage of blackness you can, can count? Are we going to fund people's 23andMe uh, procedures to figure out exactly what all of their uh, DNA is composed of? You know, Are they 3% Irish, 27% Sierra Leone, uh, 8% German? You know, what... What are we going to figure out in this cocktail mix of who we are that, of course, the Memphis-Shelby County Commission wants everybody to be defined by their race? Can you self-identify? I mean, we now have people self-identifying as male versus female versus whatever else they can come up with. Can I self-identify as black and, and get my money? And and what about self-identifiers like, well, Elizabeth Warren? She identified as an Indian and got plenty of money. Rachel Donazel, I don't know if you remember this lady, she was head of the NAACP up in, I think it was Seattle or Portland, one, 
didn't have a black drop of blood in her body. She was a white lady pretending to be black. Can Rachel come to Memphis and get money by identifying as a black person? Or do you actually have to prove you're black? And how do you prove your legacy of slavery? There's some of the discussion that focused on the fact that it is to uh, pay benefits to those who are suffering the legacy of slavery. Uh, Does that mean they have to show that actual people in their family tree were enslaved? What about the fact that one of the largest slaveholders prior to the Civil War was a black man, I think it was in South Carolina. So do his descendants have to pay into the pot or do they get to pull from the pot if they happen to be living in Memphis? Again, so many questions that the Shelby County Commission didn't really answer in their rush to to judgment to to put $5 million towards distributing money to themselves. Now, let's be honest also. You have members of the Shelby County Commission who are black, who live in Memphis, who were literally voting to provide financial resources to themselves. If that's not a conflict of interest, what is? Should they not have not voted since it was an issue that will benefit themselves and their family members and their friends personally? Again, there are so many questions about this, but again, it's going to make uh, Memphis the subject of national discussion, national conversation, national mockery, uh, in fact, as well. And, and the racism of the proponents of this were on full display last night. One of the county commissioners, and by the way, we're going to talk to Amber Mills, one of the county commissioners who voted against this ridiculous scheme. She's going to join us uh, this morning in the 720 time slot. Uh, while she was voicing her objections to this scheme to give money to people who were never slaves, never enslaved anybody, never were a part of that process. Uh, One of the other county commissioners uh, told her specifically, and we've got it on tape, you need to listen to this, that her whiteness uh, um, triggers the black county commissioner. Now, can you imagine if a white county commissioner turned to a black county commissioner or a black city council member or a black member of Congress or, or just a black person on the street and said, hey, Your blackness triggers me. Your blackness annoys me. I don't like your blackness. Now, there wouldn't be any question that that was abject, horrific, disgusting racism. But when one county commissioner in Memphis says it to a white commissioner, well, you listen for yourself. Commissioner Thornton. Thank you, Mr. Chairman. Um, I've been in and out um, of this conversation, and um, I just want to own that the conversation at hand, though it's steeped in racial identity, you know, there are just some basic just social justice elements to it that we all should be sensitive to. You know, today has been a really um, polarized day, but I, I don't think that though some of us in our delegation have never lived a single day as a black person, though some people in our delegation have never lived a single day as a poor black person, that that should prohibit you from being able to see a clear opportunity to right some ills. And all day today, I have been pointing out how the practices of our government are disenfranchising a certain subgroup of our population, which happens to be the majority here. And I just think that when you see phenomenons like this that just should not make sense, that show a clear imbalance, that um, we should do our due diligence to try to right those wrongs. So to Commissioner Mills, I own the fact that today your whiteness triggered me because it is actually an identity that I recognize postures you differently from me. 
It comes with privileges that I simply just do not have. And every single day that you get to go in one direction and I get to go to Orange Mound, I notice, this, I notice the differences in what those experiences are. And I bring those experiences here to say that if I'm triggered, I mean, it just is what it is, right? And if this type of reparation conversation needs to start, um, unfortunately, in 2023, then it just needs to start, which it should have already done, because on my way here, I looked on the wall and I saw the very first picture of an exclusive delegation of white men on the wall for 1962. So it took some time for us to even get here to be able to create this space. Had our predecessors valued it, then it would have been created a long time ago. So it is very much so unfortunate and to our dismay as a county for us yeah. to have to wait so long for us to be able to right wrong. And this is what the racial wealth gap tells us. It tells us that in my lifetime and anybody's lifetime in this room and some of us combined, that we will not be able to close this gap. So why wait any longer than today? We already should have done it. And if you cannot understand it, then there is so much information out there for you to study. It is not my responsibility to teach you. It is your responsibility to educate yourself on these issues and take responsibility in the seat that you possess. Thank you. That's Commissioner Thornton of uh, the Shelby County Commission. Very articulate display of abject racism. Uh, and one of the things that struck me in her commentary was the fact that this is a majority black uh, county, majority black city in Memphis. How black does Memphis have to get before it's a utopia? You know, they got black leadership. How, how black does Memphis have to get before it's well-educated, prosperous, safe, and peaceful. You know, the black-on-black crime in Shelby County is not being caused by that minority of white population in the county. So, Commissioner Thornton, exactly how black does Memphis have to get for Memphis to be awesome since you're triggered by white people? Apparently you want white people out of the community because it's white people that you see that are bringing Memphis down, causing poverty, causing hopelessness, causing the lack of educational achievement. You got schools in in Memphis and Shelby County where virtually zero students are at reading level, at math level. Don't you think those are bigger issues than we are owed? We are victims. We're blaming everybody but a, a a cultural gap within the black community and our own communities. Again, you know, black on black crime in Shelby County is not being caused by white people. And why aren't you addressing that? Do black thugs, black gangbangers not trigger you, Commissioner Thornton? Because they're killing your family members. They're killing young adults in, in Memphis. They're killing children in Memphis. They're killing cops in Memphis. That should trigger you a lot more than Amber Mills' skin color. We're going to take your calls, 901-260-5926. 901-260-5926. What do you think? Reparations? Is it time? Or is this an idea that makes uh, makes other ideas look sane by comparison? We'll talk more about it. I'm Steve Gill. This is Wake Up Memphis, and we'll be back in just a moment. <laughs> 